Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. Uh, it's time to play a minigame. Oh. Just a little one. And now you've probably heard about it. Yeah, you can give me just a little. You double check all the people you're name checking in this thing or? No, I don't bother. All right. Thank you. It's just a mini game, so that's all. Diane Carroll, everyone. Mm. Cannon. Cannon. Yeah, Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Keaton. I think there whatever. is a Diane Carroll, though, isn't there? It's yeah, I don't right. know. I... It probably is, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of Dianes. I got my Dianes, sure I got my Dianes crossed. Yeah, it's fine. All right. So here's our mini game. Lindsay Lohan, she got paid for her Mean Girls cameo. By now, you've probably heard about that. And if you haven't, well, spoiler alert. Which happened after I spoiled it. So it is, oh. here we go. The time to play a game is now. How much? It's multiple choice, boys, all right? So okay. I'm going to let you all decide. All right. Let me write your names down so I know who guessed what. Vinny, Flix, and Brynn. All right. Uh, how much did Lindsay Lohan get paid for her half day of work making a cameo in Mean Girls? Was it $175,000? $300,000? $500,000 or $1 million. Half a day. A, Bob. You're saying $175,000. That's right. All right. I'm going to say D, Bob. You're saying a million dollars. Yep. All right. And now, what are you going to do, Alex? <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to surprise everybody here by saying that I can't participate because I think I saw that this morning. Oh, oh you've already seen it. Yeah. Wow, way to like have some honor. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're both wrong. What? Here's what's left. I would have just totally cheated and just... Yeah, why didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you, I don't crazy? know why. <laughs> okay, can I go back? No, well, there's nothing on the line, so it's just, you know, it's better <laughs> than if you just be cool oh, about it. I thought well, Bryn smart... was going to show us the picture of you in Hawaii. The smartest guy. Ah, is that what no, we and I don't believe there is a picture of me in Hawaii. There better not be. A mental picture at the most. Okay. Well, I said I wouldn't All right. share it. It was not... <laughs> It was not $175,000, and it was not $1 million. $500,000. Uh, I guess all that's left is $300,000. You basically yeah, 300, have to guess it first. It, it is half a million bucks. She had half a million bucks for wow. half a day's work. If it was a full day, you would have been right. It would have been a million. I do think it's got nothing to do with the amount of work, and it's the mm-hmm. callback to her original character. That's a big deal. That, that is... It in a nutshell, right there. She shows up during the math competition scene and it makes it a full circle moment from the original. Right. There it is. She's in there. I don't know. Uh, I know Tina Fey. I think she's the producer on this. I don't know if she was like purse strings lady or whatever. She was like, yeah, it's totally worth it. Half a, half a million dollars. Throw it at Lindsay. Yep. The word of mouth. People will want it. 
Lindsay just had a baby. Well, the budget can't have been that out of control. Like these uh, superhero movies, like the right. most recent bomb is the Aquaman 2. Yeah. That thing bombed by the standards that have been oh, set. Oh, those Marvel movies are just... Is that a Marvel or is that a, like a, a DC? DC. Uh, but that's... It there bombed, it is, all like, those superhero comic book based movies. If you put it up against what the first Aquaman did or any of the other ones, it bombed. Yeah. Except well, that, The Flash the was a Flash, huge yeah, bomb. The Flash was a big There've bomb. There have been, a, you know, we're, we're done, we're over it. Plus, they actually put a cap on the, like, endgame. That was this series finished. You don't have to go back and worry about it. Like, I really think that that was either they made a big mistake doing that or they needed to give it all a rest for a minute. Just be like, well, something else for a minute. You know, they they took that thing and made the criminal this multi-universe, yeah. destroying all life that ever lived kind of criminal guy. How do you go back to bank robbers? You can't. Right. Like, how yeah, do once you... you have introduced the multiverse, it's like those um those Spider-Man movies, the animated ones, mm-hmm. where it's all about all of these different universes all smashed together and all mm-hmm. these different vari- variations. No going back. Can't live in a single universe once you have the door, the key to the door to the, all the other universe I. Probably just universes. Anyway, uh, Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> she got paid for a Mean Girls cameo. Good for her. The tune of half a million dollars. Um, you know, I'll just do this really quickly because I think it's interesting. Uh, Lauren Michaels, who maybe you don't know the name Lauren Michaels. If you're a person who watches SNL, they reference Lauren all the time on that. He's been the, he's been the director, the producer of that since the, he's the executive producer, 79 years old now. So he's going to retire at some point. And he said, I know who could easily replace me. Any guesses? Tina Fey. Tina Fey is the answer. Wow. Very good. I was going to say, we just said their name. Premiered in 1975. I mean, Jesus. He's been doing that show almost 50 freaking years. It's really hard to believe. Anyway, he's saying, yeah, Tina Fey could do it. No problem. We all saw her as Liz Lemon on 30 Rock. She did seem like she was not in charge of that. That was Alec. Alec was in charge of that. I I do think, though, that what they accomplished early on and what they built early on set like a bar and they've come, they've come short of that a lot, but they've also continued to pull Will Ferrell. Like that's a, they're launching big time artists. They are. And even in the cast that aren't great there, there will be someone who rises above. There's just so many people who have full on careers. You forget like that person, that's an SNL person. Mm Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. A zillion. Yeah. Bill Murray. Well, the early, that's what I mean. The early cast, they mm-hmm. hit it right with that, mm-hmm. and it set a very high bar. It did. And launched a lot of careers. So good for him. Uh, I don't know why he's still doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess he loves it. But... I don't think he's saying either that he's going to retire. I mean, I guess it's, you know, if you can do it, you keep doing it. If, But someone asked. Speculate on this. Who do you think? That's got to. That's got to hurt. You remember when Al used to uh, walk around this? When we first got here, there was this guy, 
name now. I can't believe I can't come up with his last Art? name. All Hart. Yeah. Oh, he was the anchor at KCBS. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for all those Bundy. years. And he was g- getting just really old. He was well oh. into his seventies, and he was still doing it every day. And I, I loved that guy. Though he was That's a very a guy who good came guy. In in a suit every day, suit and tie, old school. And he set an example around here. He just was just the greatest. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in a in an elevator with him, and I was like, you know, do you think about retiring? And he looked over at me, and he was just like. I guess, like I, you know, like you got to remind me. You just me. bummed him yeah, out. You got to remind oh. me. I was like, you know what? That was lame. Well. Especially, I feel that way now because I'm like, <laughs> now I'm a white-haired person. Yikes! You don't know. It just goes so fast. Like I'm sure it was a blink of an eye for him. Anyway, Lauren Michaels, don't don't ask him who should replace him. Well, that's been asked already. Yeah, I suppose. Go ahead and keep asking. Him. <laughs> What do I care about anybody's feelings? <laughs> I don't, obviously. Um, here's a story about a man named Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, you mean? No, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Is that Vince Vaughn's brother? No, it's funny, funny that you've, yeah. you know, I like that you're starting to get that I don't know what's going on right. anymore. I'm and just, you're guessing you know. the real names. Okay. Uh, no, Matthew Vaughn is a director and oh. producer. All right. He's actually really famous uh, in that world. Like he did... Uh, the Kingsman's movies, remember? Those? Oh, okay. Um, but he also did uh, like a X Men movie. I want to say he did a yeah. Bond movie. X Men First Class. He's also like a producer on things like um, Snatch, uh, Lockstock, and Three Smoking and Two Smoking Barrels, whatever. So a bunch of uh, he's like a British dude. He could produce some of that stuff. Got he did it. Rocket Man. He's, oh, done. he did that. Mm-hmm. He is also. Married to Claudia Schiffer. Oh, that's a nice score. Yeah. Most of you don't know who that is, but in the 80s, was it the 80s? It was. And it was she the guest was jeans. One baby. of the supermodels that everybody knew. They married in 02. They've got a 19 year old daughter named Clementine Poppy. She is beautiful, as you might imagine. Sarah just did the. Well, I went and looked her like up, that? but I went. You like that? that chick is hot. <laughs> I guess his real name is Matthew Allard de Verdromond. He's okay. no professional, Lee, as Matthew Vaughn. So the story here is that he is the director of a movie that's coming out, and it's called Argyle. And the conspiracy theory is that Taylor Swift wrote the book on which the film is based. The Taylor Swift, Swift did? <coughs> yes. Swifties, the fans of Taylor, Uh are accustomed to her dropping little Easter eggs about upcoming projects, and many fans believe that she was behind the Bryce Dallas Howard starring film Argyle. And that she had written, because there's some discrepancies as to the actual name of the person who actually wrote this book, like it's spelled weird sometimes, and so, you know how people are just looking for clues and looking to flesh out their conspiracy theories. So... Among the Swifties who are convinced that the book that this movie is based on was written by Taylor Swift is the director of the movie's daughter, Clement, and also Claudia Schiffer's daughter, Mm. one and the same. Uh, So this guy, Matthew Vaughn, he's directing. He says, I'm not a big Internet guy. It was actually my daughter who came up to me. This is the power of celebrity and the Internet. My daughter said, 
you never told me Taylor wrote the book. And I look at her going, what are you talking about? Taylor Swift wrote what book? She didn't write the book. He said, I was laughing because I'm like, it's not true. She didn't write the book. And his daughter was convinced of it. And they're like having a, a back and forth about this thing. Well, and daughters know everything, right? That is true. So when the project was announced, it was said the film would be based on an unreleased novel by a first-time author by the name of Ellie Conway, spelled L-E-L-L-I-E. Inconsistencies in the spelling of the name added to the confusion. Some drawing up theories. It was just a pen name and in line with the... Because the movie's main character's name is Ellie Conway, but it's spelled differently. And Ellie Conway is a spy novelist who then finds herself in the middle of a spy drama that resembles a lot of the situations she's written about. So, and also, she has a, it's a cat thing. She's got cats. So there's all these things that fit right into the Swifties conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift. Yes, Benny, your hand is up. So did Taylor Swift write the book? <laughs> I'm going to say that I don't believe she wrote the okay. book. I don't know. But they do say the cat looks just like Taylor Swift's cat, Olivia Benson. That's uh. the cat's name. Other <laughs> clues is that Swift is known to use pen names for ghostwriting, like Rihanna's This Is What You Came For. She, under the name Sills Schoberg. <laughs> Nils Schoberg. Uh, this director's like, uh, no, there is a book. It's a really good book. There is an Ellie Conway who wrote the book. It is not Taylor Swift. And I say that because I imagine Taylor Swift has a load of people trying to jump on her bandwagon left, right, and center. And I don't want to be a part of that club. I did read the conspiracies and I was like, wow, they don't leave a stone unturned. But it is not Taylor Swift. No, okay. She definitely did not write the book. These are quotes from Matthew Vaughn, the director of Argyle. All right. Boy, that was a lot. So, uh, But the main point is this guy's married to Claudia Schiffer and has a hot daughter. Oh. That's not the main point, but it is to me. Well, my point was when if you had said what is Taylor Swift's cat's name, <laughs> I would have been able to tell you that. Oh, you knew Olivia Benson because our I, he doesn't work here anymore. But the Eddie who used to work here, he mm. did overnights, and then now, by the way, congratulations on your new baby, the Eddie and your well, wonderful they had bride. A baby. They had a baby. Oh, that's great. But I follow him on Instagram, and he references the cat Olivia Benson more than once and. For 50 bucks, what are the names of her other two cats? Oh, I don't know that. I know Olivia Benson. <laughs> I knew you would. That's why I offered 50 bucks. Oh. Can you name any of them? Olivia Benson. No, any of them besides Olivia Benson. No. Anybody? Anybody? Well, don't have, look it up. I already did. Oh. I should have just I got Meredith Grey, like from Grey's Anatomy, uh, and Benjamin Button. That's right. What do you got? That's what oh, I have. that's no other ones? All Meredith right. Grey, Olivia Benson, Benjamin Button. I, t- I like, I prefer not to know things like that. But as you said the name, I started laughing like, I know that. I'm embarrassed that I know that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be. Why? Because it's Tay-Tay. What's Taylor Swift's favorite color? Uh, orange. I'll go with, yeah, I was going to go with an orange not fish orange. too. Blue. Nope. Red. Nope. It's got to be red. Yellow. It's purple. It's purple. Oh. No! Benny got it. it. I was just guessing, though. I really didn't know that. I liked it. I prefer to not know. Honestly, in a world where people know all the stuff, I prefer to not know. Thank you. And now we know. <laughs> Dang it. Who is Taylor Swift's best friend? Selena Gomez. No. You know, this, this is ungettable. Is, is it, okay. Then. It's a friend she's had since high school. Her name is 
Abby. All Abigail right. Anderson Berard. Oh, Berard. Apparently. Are you sure you don't mean Haley Mahomes? Brit- Brittany. Brittany Mahomes. Dang it. <laughs> I thought I knew that. Well, actually, I prefer to not know. So Taylor Swift's song 15 <laughs> is written for, is inspired by Berard, by Abby. What's Taylor's favorite snack? Hmm. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't know it? I actually looked it up, but I Almonds! Okay. Yes, you win. Oh, you don't know? I don't. Oh. Oh, I was going to say something junky, but she, she's she's got to take care of herself. She can't go around eating yeah. ding dongs. No, yeah. Although three oh. hour shows, are you kidding me? Oh. That might be why she can. Like, remember when she was saying to train for this tour that she just is? I guess she's in the middle of it. She's going to go do it in Europe or wherever. She would run for three hours on the treadmill and sing the whole set list while running on the treadmill every single day. Get it to, to prep for that. And she was like, at first, she could only just walk it and she had to stop. And then by the end, she could run, jog along for two and a half hours and sing every single song, which talking is hard when you're out of breath, let alone singing. That's like that woman, she can have some effing ding dongs if she wants. Well, them. I don't know. Right uh, now, I guess maybe she's still really young, but it's one of those things where. Suddenly you find yourself going, man, I can't even do that anymore. That yeah. sucks. She always has hummus in the fridge, so maybe that's her favorite. Song. I love hummus. I love uh-huh. hummus, too. I love, yeah. You know the problem with hummus? It's the thing that you scoop it up with, those bagel chips, those things, or the pita chips. Pita chips. God, those things are just, they're, they're so good. But then don't, never look at the packaging because you'd be like, four chips is a serving. <laughs> Come on. I have a favorite food here, too. Oh, tacos! To oh, what's your favorite food? Her favorite food is hummus. Oh, I, that was her favorite snack. Oh, favorite snack. All right, favorite food is... It's not tacos? No. Oh. But... Uh, lobster. Kind of... Oh. Alex? Uh, burritos. Chicken tenders. Oh. Chicken oh, tenders. F? She belongs in Kansas City. Come oh, on, Taylor. come on. That's some arugula. I like chicken tenders, too. How about this one, her favorite cocktail? Uh, oh, white wine. <laughs> You'd think. Well, uh, cocktail. Oh, I'm thinking yeah, cocktail. A, a spirit based. Our favorite cocktail is a Cosmo. Long Island iced tea. Oh, my God. We're getting <laughs> S face tonight, baby. Whiskey straight from the bottle. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Uh, a margarita. 40 ounces. Vodka Diet Coke. Oh. Oh. Vodka yeah, and that's Coke. That's very, yeah. Ugh. It's not common. Not common at all. But she is, you know, Boah. she's one of a kind. I'm going to have to try that. That's not terrible. Okay, I don't have a lot of time, but I watched it. I saw this story this morning. I like Adam Sandler and I like sci-fi. And this is a movie called Spaceman. Uh, Carrie Mulligan's also in the film, which oh, he's wait, so he's not doing comedy. It doesn't seem like it. Here's the the story is about an astronaut named Jacob. It doesn't look funny. It doesn't look funny. He's on a six month solo mission to the outer reaches of the solar system, and the loneliness starts six to get month? to him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're going super fast. In what world is six months? You're in the outer reaches of what? The one where we got faster than light travel or something. Okay. I I don't know. I don't know what. The loneliness starts to get to him and he starts to understand that his marriage back on Earth may not be waiting for him at home. This is the Carrie Mulligan character. Uh, And then he discovers a creature in the ship. Oh, do they hook up? Well, it's a giant spider. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. So it may or may not be all in his head. Anyway, 
It sounds interesting, and we've got the trailer, and we're putting it up. Oh, and by the way, it's based on a book, which I was like, I'm reading that next. Uh, Jaroslav Kalfar's 2017 novel, Spaceman of Bohemia. It's a He's a Czech author. I'm sorry, the, that name again? Jaroslav Kalfar. Does that start with a J? Or it does. A, oh. And so it's probably, maybe it's like Haroslav, Haroslav Kalfar. Oh God, that is yeah, hideous! Oh my, this. All right, don't Super. look. Look, yeah, I'm not going to look at that because yeah. because I'm trying to talk here. But anyway, so the producers, uh, Channing Tatum, is one of these people. Also, the director is the guy who did Chernobyl. Mm. Um, but just the fact that Carrie Mulligan's in it kind of elevates it. Like she's a great actress. You know, he did a movie, and I can't remember the name, but he got. So, and it wasn't one of his movies. Mm-hmm. He was just the actor, but he got rave reviews. And I believe Punch Drunk Love. It might be it, but it was one of those. I saw that and I he got he great a, in it. a ton of like rave reviews. And for someone who has almost zero credibility, he got some. Right. So clearly, he's he can do it. Yeah. He just chooses to do nonsense. Well, the name of the movie is Spaceman, and we are going to put the trailer up at the Sarah Vinny Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So. Enjoy and check that out. Vinny, what's coming up? For the record. Yes, dear. I have nothing against nonsense. That's what we do here. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. I'm a fan. I'm just... Right, all day, every day. Eurozempic and more after these. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (laughs) Sarah and Vinny on Alice. Have a very nice day at work. (laughs) Alice at 97.3. Dallas at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Keep it here on Alice because single day bottle rock passes. We have those. Listen, all week, 9.05, about half an hour from now, 12.05 with V Hill, 4.05 and 5.05 with Jane. We'll all give you keywords. You text those to 20357. You're entered for a chance to win a pair of single day passes to Bottle Rock Napa Valley presented by Jam Sellers. 
The first taste of summer this May 24th through the 26th. Headliners include Pearl Jam, Ed Sheeran, Stevie Nicks, Mana. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This House Report is brought to you by the San Francisco Zoo and Gardens. Dive into the Rwandan forest with San Francisco Zoo and Gardens Gorilla Trek VR. Experience the raw beauty of mountain gorillas up close. Learn more and secure your virtual encounter at sfzoo.org. That sounds great. Your ticket to the wild. Mm. By the way, V. Hale coming up in... About an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. What the hell? We've got clouds and we've got more storms on the way. In fact, it should be kind of rainy and Friday through Monday. And it's that, winter. Yeah. I guess I just got to deal with it, right. Vinny. And that reminds me that the Niners play on Saturday evening, 5 p.m. Let's go. Go Niners. Go Niners. Don't go Packers. Don't go. Go home, Packers. We're good. This is, I don't know if you'll take this as good news or bad news. Okay. Sarah, the FDA, the FDA warns about fake Ozempic. Oh. Out there in the U.S. drug supply. What this drug with the fake stuff? seems to have come out of nowhere. And then just the other day you said uh, Sharon Osbourne had been on it for a year and is already off it. Yeah, she and she she's under 100 pounds. So she's it's like, clearly... I can't even put any weight back on now. I'm too skinny. I'm too thin. I never thought I'd hear myself say it. It's clearly been around a lot longer than it's been widely known. Right. Well, it was a, it's a diabetes drug, and it just happens to be to help you lose weight. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is warning wholesalers, retail pharmacies, healthcare workers, and patients. So this isn't... Like, make sure you're checking to be positive it's the real deal? Yeah. This is not something that you would go buy downstairs at the trash can. You know. Oh, oh! I didn't even know that was an. That's an option. Did you see it down there? No, I didn't chance? see it. But I just mean like you know where you buy where them. the guy goes. Psst, hey, psst, hey, got your Zempic over here. Oh, you do. All right. Well, what does it cost? Yeah, I'll pay it. Keep your voice down, loud oh, lady. Sorry about it. I can't believe we're gonna get Ozempic. This is great. Woo-hoo. Got Rolexes too. You want that? Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll Wait, take four. Shh, you are a bust. Never mind. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, no, I want my Ozempic. Anyway, they say this counterfeit Ozempic may be in the drug supply chain. So I don't know how someone would have packaged this in in a, but I never know how. Like, Isn't it a shot? I mean, It is a shot. And they're even saying they can't guarantee that these needles are clean. Oh, God. You know what? This is just their way of saying, leave it for the people who need it with the diabetes. Well, the rest of you. They have. Lollipop girls. Uh,. The fake Ozempic is labeled with bogus lot number and serial numbers as well. So they're able to identify oh. them that way if you know to check. Oh. And if you're buying it by a trash can, would you even think to check? I'm not going to bother with that. I mean, obviously, my standards are very low. I'm here by a trash can. Right. Buying Ozempic. <laughs> From a guy who says, psst. <laughs> He's overweight. So I'm thinking <laughs> he doesn't know what he's got. According, uh, they say, the, ster- the sterility of the needles cannot be confirmed, oh which presents God. an increased risk of infection for patients who are using the counterfeit products. The problem with this story, as I see it, is 
your doctor might actually be the one who prescribes to you. Sure. But then it's out of his hands. Now it goes to a place where the, the pharmacy puts together your order. Like, there it is. The pharmacist, I mean, I guess unless you're buying it in an alley, which you're taking your life in your own hands anyway. Right. But if you're getting it at a pharmacy, you should feel pretty damn confident that you're getting what you're prescribed. Totally confident. Absolutely. 100%. You're getting it from the legitimate place. So right. it's 100 a- this is a problem. So if you're using Ozempic, consider looking up these these lot numbers and serial numbers just to du- double check what you're taking. Are they? Is there a list somewhere that's easily accessible that is saying these are valid lot numbers and these are not valid lot numbers? Yeah, I don't have the valid lot numbers. I have the ones that are bogus. Okay. So and there's in this case they've just given the one lot number and the one serial number. So if they say if you see this. Do not use it or distribute it because it looks legit, but it is not. Jesus. So, and again, if you're just hearing about Ozempic, it suppresses the appetite and prolongs fullness by mimicking the role of a natural hormone called GLP-1. The drug was intended for people with diabetes to help manage their blood sugar, but the medication has taken on a life of its own due to the rapid weight loss results. Which is how we discovered Viagra, right? Yeah, oh, right. it was a heart medication. And suddenly, yeah. Listen, if Ozempic got I'm guys awake. going, right? Then we the would first already time be in... all set and prescribed to men for their willies. Mm-hmm. But it isn't something that can help us not have to think about food constantly. Thank God for it, though. I mean, I really. Yeah, what would you it, do without it? If it I mean, went away, I would be like, uh, "Yeah, I'm going to take the little blue pill or oh, I see anything like it." I thought you were already. I thought you were saying. No, I don't want to for it because I need it. No. That, hmm. uh, uh. The average 50-something in America is now a millionaire. Oh. There was a time, young people, when... The average When you something? said, I want to be a millionaire. That was your goal in yeah. life. I want to be a millionaire. You were like, and if I'm ever a millionaire, I'll be so rich. Except for life, Except dude. for life, whatever I want. Mansion on the hill, 50 cars. Remember when you were a kid and the classic money goal was, I want to be a millionaire? Well, good news. The average American in their 50s now has a net worth of $1.1 million to $1.4 million. So that must include your retirement money, your house, whatever you've paid for your cars. Yeah, it's it's very misleading because you find yourself saying, yeah, I guess I am worth a million bucks, but I need to work every single day. That's, I'm going to have to start selling the things yeah, that are worth a million bucks. These things are not all paid for. And these things are, you know, in, a, in the Bay Area, probably if you were lucky enough to find a house that you wanted, secure a loan and get it, there's your million bucks. But right. that's you're paying on that for the next 30 years. Right. So having a million dollars is complicated. It's not as simple as I have a million in my bank account. Right. And write checks against that. That sounds good, doesn't it? That sounds very Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. So he just has it all in one account. Just one account. Just an ATM card. Yeah. There it all is. He leaves his receipt there so people can see what his balance is. At one time, a million dollars might mean you've financially made it or you're set for life or you're financially independent, but that is no longer the case. The average American says they need to make at least 94000 a year to feel financially independent. Mm. And that means that money's got to keep coming in every year. 
other popular responses, moving up in your career, settling into a job that you love, making a certain amount of money, not having to work at all. Oh. And being able to spend and pay bills without worrying about money. I, I, there's very few people. Well, there's plenty, I guess, people. But most people who would say they're worth a million, they're not check to check, but they miss Some a of them check are. and there's a problem. Because sometimes people live beyond their means. Most so, times. Right. So you're, you're leveraged against, you know, you, you mortgages and mm-hmm. car payments and all the things that come along with that. Like owning a house, you don't own that thing. In the end, if you can't pay the taxes on it, and those mm-hmm. taxes are enormous, then they just take it. It could be totally paid off, but you can't pay the taxes on it, so you can't afford it anymore. And it's just, <laughs> it's incredible. You don't own anything. Those taxes are insane. That is the hardest check to write. Hangs over my in head. In the whole world. For sure. I save for it all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what people do. A guy in Germany broke the world record. Oh, of what? Chugging a full cup of coffee in three seconds. Oh. Felix von Meeboom. He just opened his throat and poured it down there. Has an official time of 3.12 seconds. He did it in September, but Guinness just posted the footage after confirming the record. They don't say whether it's still hot. It can't be. It can't, it can't be, be hot. boiling hot. It could be a warm cup of a coffee. A few sources claim it was, but the Guinness website doesn't mention that being a requirement. So the temperature wasn't part of what they factored in. It was just the dumping. Chugging of a, a cup of coffee. eight ounces? What are we talking about here? Like, what is a cup of coffee? It like doesn't say the exact ounces? ounce measurement. Just a full cup of coffee, and mm. this guy did it in three seconds. New world record. A lot of people on Instagram comments seem to think they could do it faster. I, I don't think I could, although... It looks like seven ounces. A seven-ounce cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are, is in a typical mug? Uh, I'd say about eight ounces, usually. Yeah. yeah. I used to be able to beer bong stuff. Do you ever do that? So, yeah. Well, pretty fast. But at least that's cold. I'm not sure if this is. I mean, if, when I they know, you pull just had to kind of let that it just go. Goes, like straight through you. Oh, is this it? Oh, is this he's the guy? actually pouring it mm-hmm. into like a little beaker. Okay. And then he picks it up. Boom. That actually okay. looked like less than three seconds. He did to it me. pretty pretty fast. Yeah. New world record. Good for him. <laughs> Good that looked for like you. that looked like a second and a half. It was goomph. I'm going to try that. No, don't. It unless, look unless you're taping warm. it and submitting it. It doesn't look like super I'll, hot. I'll tape it. There's a poll online where someone asked, for every year you remove from your life, you get $500,000. Oh. How many years would you give up? They're talking about the end of your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because it's I was a hard thinking, question because. I had a couple rough years there, so do I get to get money for those? Those no. just don't have that, like that goes poof? No. 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 Well, Off depends on end. how broke you are is how many you're willing to give up on the back end, right? Right. Half a million for every year. Well, I mean, I'm obviously giving up two. Right a million up. bucks. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go for the million bucks. The most popular answer was one to two years. About 40% of people said, yeah, I'll give up. And the back end years are the ones you're willing to gamble with. Because if you start to think like. We've all seen mom and dad and Graham and Gramp in those last couple of years. I'll give those up. I would prefer to be under my own power. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But then again, if I'm going to die, you know, some horrible, quick, yeah. tragic accident. Right. I don't want to. Then like you go, yeah, I'll take two years off and you get your million dollar check and then you instantly die. Right. Because you were going to die in the last two years anyway. In the next two years. Only 18% of people said, uh, keep your money and I'll take my years. Oh. So most people. Well, they were already millionaires. They were in their 50s. I don't know about that. Already knew what was going on. <laughs> we, I got it going on. It's fine. I'm all set for the future. Uh, let's see. There were 15% said, I'll give up nine years or more. Oh. Bring on the money. Oh. I was already going to live to 105. I think about that. I hope that that's the case for young people coming up now, that they're going to be vibrant in their 80s, which we're seeing now already. Yes. If you keep it up and nothing really hits you over the head, that's the problem is when some major health thing rears its ugly head, that's when things start to really fall apart. You're Mm -hmm. on all these medications. They've got all these side effects. You're not active like you used to be. Or you've hurt yourself and so you're unable to get around. Your balance starts to go. Your brain goes. All these depressing things. You know, but then there's people who were, I believe, well, for sure, Maria, Christina's mom, was a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. She's in her 80s. Oh, she looks and, and she gets around, around man. In fact, she was, it's, this is one of those, you know, family stories. Christina's mom goes, I'm going to go walk the dog. And Christina goes, please don't. The dog is not really a great walker. We don't want anything to happen to you or the dog. Please don't. Christina's mom says, I'm doing it. And then the dog pulled her over. Mm. Dragged right her out. along. Well, I didn't drag her, but, you know, pulled her down. She bit the dust. She came back bloodied. And when I I hadn't she didn't bring a hip or anything did no she? but that's what I went oh my god it like I had one. been out that's surfing it. or something and I get back and this whole event had happened yeah and when I just hearing about it I thought uh oh a woman in her eighties bites the dust that's bad news it's terrible because you're fine until you're not there's Whoa. the thing that happens that you're just like oh oh well if only I hadn't walked the GD dog uh I can for sure say Maria is fine. That fall did not start the downward spiral, yeah, so the news good. is good. Maka's got this exactly right. Your mom's real good too, right? Your mom's in her late seventies. Yeah, you know, I I stay on her about doing her exercises and her stretching and her balance. You know, work on all this stuff so that you're around for these grandkids of yours. Hello. So Hi. she's doing okay, mm. but you know, still you get up into your set. You're dealing with that too. Your parents. Yeah, my dad's eighty four. 84. Crazy. He had to give up boating. He did. It was getting too scary for him. <sighs> well, look, it's a balance thing, and you've got to be, you're jumping on and off boats and securing things, and uh-huh. it's, and it's you know, then they got hit with that squall. They, my dad was like, I really did think I might die. I was like, I think we might get tossed out of this boat right here. I'm scared. I don't want to do this anymore. <sighs> I know. It's hard hard to hear. Our text number is 800-400-3697. Here's a few of the things you should do. Oh, my goodness. Well Question. said. Question. Why do you pay your property taxes separately from your mortgage? Asking because we roll ours into our mortgage. Yeah, it's um, 
when I refinance, actually, I, I haven't done that in this state. I've done it in other, in other states and other mortgages. Having them rolled in together. Right, but I don't. I pay them separately. And uh, that was something that my accountant said, you need to keep that money because they're going to get the interest instead of you. Oh, it's like a, that, it's a whole thing. That whole I know. thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Who gets that? Nobody except for those tax guys. Yeah, it is. Accountants. It's a lot easier to have a, uh, a mortgage that works like that, uh-huh. an escrow account where everything just gets paid in. Yeah, because you sweat it. I do. but I sweat it. I know yeah. I shouldn't say you. I should say I, I sweat, sweat it. I sweat it as well. And and uh, I probably could set up an escrow account, but I also, you know, I, I just don't. <laughs> probably should. <laughs> Why don't I do that? I'll get John to. I know. John! John, can you set up an escrow account for us? Mm-hmm. I, I work- think that your insurance goes through that as well, right? Like, doesn't that pay your insurance and your taxes and your... And your mortgage and your... No, I think I pay my insurance separately. Yes. Oh, you don't pay your taxes yourself? You have... That's in an escrow account? My taxes are, yeah, included with my mortgage. And then my insurance is separate from that. I don't know how many of you out there... Remember I told you guys, insurance right now in California is home insurance and even car insurance has gotten difficult. I don't know if you're living that or not, but... Well, if you live in a forest or on a mountain or where it floods... Or really anywhere because of earthquakes. Uh, it's very expensive it's and really hard to get. right now. And what we paid, I would have said, I will never pay that. Except we already own the house and now we have yeah. to pay that. Yep. So I hope gotcha. it's going better for you. <laughs> it's really <sighs> tough. Hey, let's, uh, we should break. Uh, I wanted to read this pharmaceutical one real quick. Oh, sure. Um, but I lost it, so I'll do it next time. Michael Bublé attacked and eaten by polar bears after the this. Let's do this. Let's go. Wake up every morning with Sarah and Vinny. What in the hell? Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.